Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Threatened. <laughs> you feel threatened. <laughs> you muted me. I did mute you because you were making too much damn noise. I was trying to beatbox. <laughs> <laughs> you can beatbox. It's okay. Okay. But not not during the intro. <laughs> well, <laughs> you got to beatbox along with the intro. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess it wasn't beatboxing. It was you. you. It is not a beatbox. You. No. You, you, yeah. Okay. It's not a beatbox. No. Okay. <laughs> well, welcome home. Thanks. Happy to be here. Still adjusting to um, to life, apparently. Are you sure? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was gonna do some dumb reference to uh, yeah, it's like being on a deployment, but that's not true at all. Um, it's uh, but as I was telling you, yeah, uh, being gone for two weeks and then trying to readjust to being a human. Mm. <laughs> Why would you want to be a human? No, exactly. Not lately. No. <laughs> no, things are good. How are you? Good, man. Yeah. <laughs> End of show. End of show. <laughs> Drop a mic. Um, uh, no, so what's it What's it like coming back from a conference overseas? Um, a, a conference plus a board meeting that led straight into a strategy, like, long session. Wow. And then, like, all the follow-ups. Um, it's a long day. Uh, yeah. Um, it was good. I, I told you too, that it, like the conference was really successful. It's probably the most successful conference that we've done to date. Um, awesome. And, uh, uh, but yeah, it, it's, um, the good thing is come back from London this time because I usually come back and I'm a little bit, not even jet lagged. It's just, I end up like waking up at 3 a.m. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Um, but this time, uh, I got back and my flights went until like midnight and um, with delays and everything. And, and next thing I knew, like I'd lost, like I love to wake up early. I know you wake up early, mm -hmm. but I love to wake up early. And, and sometimes when I go to London, I'm like, okay, this gives me the chance to reset and I'm ready to go. And <laughs> like, I'll get up at, you know, four or 5 a.m. And <laughs> right. Nope. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I totally lost that. I'm, I was lucky to wake up at like 6.45 today. I know. I know. You'd already, you know, moved the world by then. No, I, <laughs> so I'm not laughing at you. I'm just, it's just the, the time zone thing. Always yeah. messes me up. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to Denver pretty soon. And so that should totally mess me up. Was that two hours from East Coast? I think so. Two or, I think West Coast is three. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I think Denver's two hours, but minus three, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did, I, I CTO. Um, she she went to Italy, then Barcelona for vacation, and then came to London for work. Wow. And then she lives in New York, so like as soon as she got back, um, she was there for a couple of days, and then went to. It's either New Mexico, Arizona for a conference, um, you know, but uh, uh, so I was looking at her I'm like, you do you even know where you are anymore? Anyway, <laughs> I don't know who I am. Yeah. yeah. So. So, yes, this discussion is on time zones today. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, uh, 
feeling good. Um, finally back in rhythm, been working out, um, worked out there. Oh, well, I think I told you, maybe I told you when we recorded, like the really cool thing about being over there and, and, you know, locked in your room for like two days working, <laughs> um, hotel wise was when I did get to go out <laughs> and, and, um, you know, go for a run. Um, you know, I, I got to run over, you know, the, um, London bridge That's and cool. the tower bridge and pass and right. past the tower of London and everything, which I got to, you know, go into last April or this past April. Um, so, you know, it's just a, it's, it's, that is the thing about doing conferences for me is the different location that you get to go to. Yes, and, I and always your, love that. And your expanded worldview that you get, um, sorry, <laughs> I'm like all over the place on my mic, um, but the expanded worldview that you get, um, whether it's London, whether it's, you know, go to New York in December, um, uh, Denver, you yeah. know, but when we were traveling to Nashville and, yeah. and, um, different places in Florida and, and, you know, and sometimes even doing the conference here. Yep. Um, like it, having the people come in and having all the talks with people, um, that are from all over the place and have different views on different things. Like that helps expand your mind as well. Yeah. Um, so, um, it's always my favorite part of it. Yeah. It's just all the different places and people. Yeah. It's fun. Exactly. And, and that worldview too is like, or the, you know, the outside of your normal everyday view, I guess, is, is, I feel what makes you be a better human sometimes. I think so. And, and, you know, when I lived in Sydney and did my MBA over there, that for me was like, when I came back, it, it was, it was definitely because of all the different, you know, people and cultures and, right. and, um, uh, that I met through my, through my program, not, not necessarily, not necessarily sometimes, um, in Australia, but, um, uh, that I think that that was the best thing that I, I, and my wife ever did as far as like being able to think differently about things, whether it comes to like how you see society or how you see business or, you know, it, it's just, you, yeah. ex- you expand your world, you expand your way of thinking. You do. Yeah. Travel travel absolutely helps you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wish more people traveled. True. It'd be a- well, you know, the, we've talked, maybe talked about this. The, the landmass of, of Australia is about the same as the U.S. And so, in, but there's only five cities well, <laughs> that you can go to there. Um, a lot more desert. Yes, exactly. Um, but, you know, like when I talk to people who are over there and they're like, you know, I don't understand why, you know, Americans don't, understand um or or you know don't go out more whereas europeans and australians and and people in asia you know like they travel a lot yeah and go to different cultures or different countries different cultures i'm like yeah but you have to understand too like you could live your entire life in the u.s and never actually go outside of it and you know most people don't yeah um and you know large percentage people don't leave their own state um and so you know, I feel like that, like that is something that, you know, with with kid number one, I know you've gone through this, but kid number one, looking at colleges and everything, like yeah. I've said, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea if you took a gap year and, and like traveled. traveled. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that would definitely help mature you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You could, you, I mean, 
the U.S. has so many different regions. Yeah. You know, very different, and it's sort of, you know, not just geographic. I mean, cultural too. It's it's fascinating. Yeah. It is. It, it is. And, and I mean, Europe does too, but they're actual countries. Yes. <laughs> they literally made walls. Right. With <laughs> literally, um, and and you know, in, in different different languages and different. You know, we have different cultures within the states within the U.S. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and sometimes different languages as well. Depending, <laughs> yeah. Depending on uh, whether you come down here to South Carolina or hey, but- or, uh, or you go. Park the car in Bahaba, you know, near Maine. Um, and I can't do any California or mm. Midwestern accents. <laughs> I refuse. Um, but, but you do, you do get a lot of that here. However, yeah, um, th- there's, there's something too about, about traveling and, and language, uh, culture. Yeah. Um, nationalism. Yes. That is a big thing in yeah. other countries that's maybe a little bit less here. I don't know. Maybe lately it's been more. I don't know. I don't know man. <laughs> um. Anyway, what were we talking about again? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just glad you're back. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> <clears throat> Can we take it out to the listeners? What would they like to hear today? Um, Might as well. A little Steely Dan. Steely Dan. <laughs> no. Okay. Great. Callie Minogue. No. Okay. So. No, anything interesting you pick up in in, in uh, London? Um, no. Be, well, besides my my love for um, meat pies has probably gone down a little bit. Um, mm. They're good. I don't know what a meat pie is. Oh, think of a pot pie, but like it has the pastry on the bottom huh. as well, as opposed to just on the top. And then what's in it might be like minced meat or mm. peas and steak and that sounds like a good mixture goodness peas and steak with yeah. stuff on the bottom it sounds like it goes sideways real quick real fast <laughs> it can who knows what's actually in there <laughs> yeah um uh no I, I i i i think um i think again what i what i picked up is is that it's it's good to get away um yeah but it's but it's better to get back and and bring whatever you you know you soaked up during that time back to what you're doing um and and as busy as like you know as busy as my time was leading up to the conference as busy as my time was you know that week of the conference and thank god i did not go out and do karaoke with everybody like after the conference Ooh, yeah, yeah i could i could not hang Mm. Um, I just paid for it. <laughs> like, here, you guys go yeah. have a great time. Go. Yeah. Um, that, uh, you know, and then coming back and like all the follow-ups from it, um, the, the energy that I have now for, um, you know, what, whatever I was running down to, <laughs> um, you know, getting to the last ounce of energy that I had coming up to that, like it, it, it really is starting to come back. and. You know, my team and I um, actually use the past week, week and a half to kind of replan for the rest of the half of the year. That's cool. And and while other people, you know, within the organization, but also outside, you know, like for financial services, especially, and even technology, like, and for everybody in the world, this is a very, you know, um, 
That's when people take vacations, holidays, and everything. Right. Um, but I would, I'd rather go on holiday when less people are there at sure you know, whatever wherever yeah, you're going. Same way. Um, but but I would rather use this time to plan or reflect on the first half of the year and then plan for the second half of the year and and really like, um, <clears throat> I was I was almost told you know you need to go on vacation, um. And, you know, and, and I said, okay, I will do that after we take like the, you know, the first couple of weeks after this yeah. conference and really like pull out the meat of it. What was good about it? You know, how does it affect our strategy going forward? Mm. And, and, and I mean, it's, you know, we basically had an, an AAR last week. We had an after That's action cool. review um, and, and that was internal to my team. Um, and, and we pulled everything out of it and, you know, we have a list of, you know, 20 things that need to be done by the end of the year. Um, and, and, you know, by, I guess it won't happen by the end of next week, but, um, but by middle of August, we should have 50% of what we have to do for the rest of the year just done. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so we can be a lot more effective on the other things that have to be done that are always ad hoc, which are events um or you know or things that come up within the rest of the organization right. so um <clears throat> so so what i got out of being away was you know that you really you really can take whatever event that you're going to or whatever you know major thing that is coming up in your life <laughs> pull the meat out of it figure out what's most important and and how does that you know translate into the other things that you need to do um, and you know, and one of my personal goals that, that I, you know, me and my goals, um, that I've taken from that is, um, you know, my number one goal is always about health and fitness. Mm. Um, but my number two goal, um, for, you know, the next couple of months is, is exactly this, you know, like, like take everything that we learned, um, distill it down, plan, and then execute on it. So that, um, and, and do that in a, you know, compressed amount of time so that that way, like the rest of the time that I have this year will be about, you know, directing my people to continue what we already plan to do. And then like, then I can work on my personal projects that I want to work on and that I continue to push off for myself. It's cool. Um, and you know, um, <laughs> Because if I don't ever get to those things and I'm always doing something for somebody else, then what the fuck am I doing? Right. Um, mm. So, uh, you know, and, and I think that there was a time in my life where I continued to uh, to do all those things for myself, but they didn't build to where I wanted. I mean, they built to a certain point, which right. is good, but they didn't right. build to where I needed them to. And now, <clears throat> again... I feel like I've got a really good baseline for everything that I'm doing. And now I can layer things on top of that because I've set my life up. I've set my job up. I've set everything up so that like I have more time to expand. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And so basically I've been talking straight for, <laughs> no, it's great. I, I think, um, it's a cool topic. Um, so I've got this. I've got this one thing here pulled up. Mm -hmm. um, pull it up here. This uh, 
becoming responsibility and fulfillment paths to being authentic. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know you haven't had a chance to read it necessarily, but I think you're kind of you're kind of touching on a lot of the stuff. Um, and I think, uh, I think we could go through it. So this is this uh, obviously I read a lot of articles and things. Yep. But these three topics: becoming, responsibility, and fulfillment. Right. The little quote here: the most common form of despair is not knowing who you are. The art of becoming is found in intentionally choosing slash designing who we are to become. Right? Right. So I've, I've been I've been paying attention to you over the past year. Mm -hmm. And you've, you've gone from this um, uh, operations mindset to now you're more like the things you're talking about are strategic yeah. and leadership focused. You're using words like team instead of I. Mm -hmm. Congrats. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that, that, that has been my goal. And I'm glad, you know, thank you for saying that. I, somebody said that to me recently as well, um, who has known me for a while. Yeah. And they said, you know, really feels like you're, you know, growing into your, which is, which Gene is kind of weird because like, you know, I have owned my uh, own my own companies and have had thirty employees at a time. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I feel like yeah, I was still very operational with that particular company. Yeah, and you know, felt like even if there are thirty people, that I was still doing it myself. So so, and I remember, for the sake of you know, maybe potentially employers listening to this, but I remember early on you were, you were sort of, I don't want to use the word frustrated, but to a degree, I mean, yeah. with, with that part of it. And you're just like, I'm doing these things. I don't know what the next thing is. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, I think a lot of people are there, you know, there's a lot of people that are in that world in their job and their life or whatever. They're just kind of reacting or whatever. Yeah. So how did you go from, from that to designing what like whether it's you know your own mentality or approach or, or in the business or whatever yeah or job whatever you want to look at it like how because i know you intentionally put yourself in this position i mean and i think that's where a lot of people can get a lot of fulfillment mm -hmm. in life right you know we, we talk a lot about like you know um master yourself serve others you know and that's that's very cool right but you know it's not always like you know Instagram quotes and no, things like that. I mean, you, you have to easy. have a job. Yeah. You have to have a job. Yeah. It'd be really easy to just like quit your job. Like, you know, whatever, I'm going to go do whatever I love to do. Sure. Yeah. But not everybody can do that. So how do you, I mean, how did you intentionally sort of design yourself out of that mm -hmm. operational mindset into where you are? I mean, well, first I took my own advice. Ooh. So, so when I, in one of the many thousands of things I've done, um, I used to teach. Uh, I used to teach at a technical college here, and I taught at University of Phoenix yeah. for a while. And one of the first things, you know, I, I asked the students to go around and talk about who they are and what they want to do. And every single one of them, especially in the um, in the MBA classes that I was teaching, um, talked about, "I want to start my own business." Yeah, and I want to do this. I want to do that. And the one thing that, you know, first of all, I asked, well, have you already done that? <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, and then I asked why. 
Right. And then, you know, but something I said to him was like, like, who pays your electricity bill right now? They're like, me. I'm like, no, who actually pays it? Well, technically, it's my employer because they're giving me money for sure. Right. Um, So who's paying you? Well, (laughs) they're paying me because I'm anyway. Yes. uh, um, But while somebody is still paying for your lights to be on, that's when you should be working on whatever it is that will eventually get you to the place that you want to be. And, and it's a little bit at a time. Um, you know, I did have some students that, you know, did it. I had one that started, you know, a real estate company, one that started a restaurant, one that started a bakery. Wow. Um, and those weren't my dreams, but those were theirs and they did it. And, um, uh, and you know, I still check him on my students, my kids every once in a while. Um, some of those kids were actually older than me, but they did it. <laughs> um, so, so I took my own advice in that aspect of, you know, but, but the thing is, is to remember is you also, while you have to continue to do those things, even if it's an hour, you know, 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, whatever it is, you you still have to get the other shit right. Right. And so so the second part of it was, um, you know, yeah, I was very frustrated by, by just continually being on this operational level and, mm-hmm. conti- you know, like things had to go out, things had to be pumped out. And, um, and I think I told you that that came because my manager left because she she left to go do something that she wanted to do right. and and so i was there going okay great like i have all this responsibility but none of the power um to actually do it and so you know eventually when it came to like okay you know here's your promotion to mm-hmm. to be head of marketing um which i really kind of fought against at first okay because it like as if I just, <laughs> I always looked at it as like, if I just had that person tell me, hey, just do this, you know, like, like mm-hmm. once she left, then it was like I was doing these, you know, part of the strategy, but it was, it was still like 95% operations. Right. But if I had somebody, you know, dealing with the strategy part, I was totally happy with doing operations because like I could get my work done. Sure. And then I could work on the other things I wanted to. Sure. Um, and maybe I wasn't fully invested in, in what I was doing at the time, nor was I fully invested in, you know, the company that I was working for. Um, even though I felt like I was, you know, I was continually there 80 hours a week. Um, but that click, um, and then I got a mentor. Okay. And the mentor... (laughs) I got two mentors actually. Um, I got one who was my CTO that I talked about, um, Jane, and then I got Patrick, who is you know a consultant that I pay in order to help with marketing strategy. Okay. Between those two people, and I've said this to them recently actually, um, and I've said this to my, I said this to my team on Friday when we were going through our strategy together. It's like if you do not have a mentor then you i don't feel that you can grow to where you need to get to because okay. those mentors have have been there you know maybe not exactly okay 
I always wanted a mentor because I wanted somebody to tell me what to do and how to get to the place that I wanted to get to. And then I realized that that's not their job. Their job is to give you ideas on things that you could do either in strategic sense, but not necessarily in the tactical sense. Sure. And you have to figure out the tactical parts that, you know, that will get you to the places that you want to get to strategically. Right. A mentor has no responsibility to you whatsoever other right. than just to like be available. Maybe if that, <laughs> if that, yeah. Yeah, I mean. yeah. And, 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 you know, one was paid, one was not. Um, and I get different things out of them. And the one that is paid, you know, like first we started working on marketing strategy together, but I learned so much more from him besides that, because it was like, you know, how to, you know, that. Again, I closed my myself off from thinking as a leader, as a strategic person for a couple of years, at least with this particular job. Yeah. Um, and took a back seat to things um and other people because it was easy. And then, you know, and I was like, well, <laughs> now you have you have you do not have that excuse and cannot hide behind that anymore. And so, you know, he helped me with some of that. But then, you know, Jane too, like she has been a mentor. And just because that's something that she's done for many, many years um, and in her previous position um, and has managed, you know, hundreds or thousands of yeah. people. Um, and and she was able to just say, you know, hey, I kind of see where you are. Um, I didn't even ask her, you know, like did yeah. not ask her for advice. She just said, I kind of see where you are. I wonder if this would be helpful. You know, here's how I see it. Right. How do you see it? And then we would talk through that and then we got to a certain point. So then what that ended up doing was those two mentors got me to a place to where we stopped a lot of operational things um, at the beginning of this year. We stopped for like two months. I didn't do, I think I told you, I didn't do a podcast for two months. Right. Um, We had a couple of blog posts come out. We had a couple of things that we had to do on a continual basis. But the truth is, is like we did a lot less tactically and operationally Hmm. because we spent all of that time on working on a strategy and not the the strategy like i'm going to work on this and i'm never going to do it type strategy (laughs) (laughs) because most people's yeah right and 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 true i mean like i'm guilty of that so many times in my own stuff um but but we we stopped we did the minimal that we had to do in order to really replan what had to be done and then when we started doing everything, like it came out of a fire hose and, you know, and so we've, we've done that again. We've, mm. we've had a stopping point. There's still things that have to be done. Um, but for the most, and now like if we were, you know, if we were, we were never at 0%, but let's say that we were at 25% when we were doing nothing at the beginning of the year. Um, and then we built ourselves up to, you know, 110%. And then we've come down to like a, you know, right now, like a 75%. That's a huge jump, right? You know, that, that 50% jump, but now our, our base is now that 75%. Okay. And so with, so we just, we maintain there plus, you know, there are more people working on this. Um, so it's easier to maintain that. And in fact, you know, the, the call I had right before I walked in here and and was, you know, somebody else doing the thing that I used to push the buttons for, you know, for a year. Right. I'm like, hey, just make sure these things are right. And then Great. you're good to go. Yeah. And 
I'll eventually look and see if it was done right. <laughs> right. Um, but but we're at that 75% base that we we weren't at before. And so, you know, like I said, we we've, we've got these 20 things that we've got to do by the end of the year. And, you know, the hope is that that will take us up to, you know, 150%. And then, you know, when we stop at the end of the year to replan for the next year, see what right. we debrief and everything, then, you know, our, again, our base level continues to be higher and higher each year so that, um, you know, so that things are easier. Things are just planned. Things are, have processes that we didn't have before. Um, and what that does for me is I can continue to think about the strategy part. I, I'm already thinking about, you know, what type of person do I hire six months from now? And I was never thinking about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I need to know like, okay, with this person, I know that she is awesome at this. And I know with this person, he is awesome at this, but where's the gap? Right. And because I don't want to fill it anymore on a daily basis. Right. I'm still filling some of those gaps, but for the most part, sure. You know, like, um, you know, and, and last week, like I was able to sit down and I wrote an article, um, for a publication. It was, it was related to work that we were doing, but it was, I was like, shit, I forgot how much I like this. You know, like this is the stuff that I want to do. I want to do the podcast. I want to do the right. writing, um, you know, and then I want to, you know, make sure that the plates are spinning um, with my employees, but I don't always want to be, you know, the one that's spinning them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where I feel I've gotten. Um, and uh, so I'm becoming that person. <laughs> right. I mean, the and that's the point, right? The process of that work is the opposite of, they use the word despair, but it's the opposite of that. It's purpose. Yeah. You know? So that, that path is where you find that purpose and that's where you, you're happy. Exactly. You know, and I think that's the thing for most people like is and it, you know, it's not like always a, it's not always a climb. It's not always a, you know, a, a process that, you know, we're always continually growing. You can stay the same. Yep. (laughs) But it's just that knowing, it's knowing that I'm actually making changes and I'm doing things. I think, yep. I think that's the I thing agree. to seek out. Um, then the second part, uh, responsibility, right? We ourselves must walk the path. Only you have the responsibility to put in the work to be authentically you. Authenticity is found in the work that you do in taking responsibility of who you are and how you interact with those around you. Yeah. And. And again, I feel like I'm getting back to that point. That's great. Um, and yeah, I, you know, and, and like, I mean, this is literally what I said about learning how to become human again. Um, it's mm-hmm. kind of a joke, but it's kind of true. Yeah. Um, you know, walking a particular path and, you know, as I would say, as much as, you know, things seem to be on a you know, great trajectory for work, like, you know, obviously personally and family and everything else. I'm, you know, those are the things that, that I, yeah, not only, you know, business wise, do I feel like I'm going to have more time in the near future to work on those things, but you know, like human wise, like and family wise, yeah. like those are the things I really want to work on. Yeah. And, um, and you know, we've, we've done a shit ton this summer on this year already with, I mean, we've, you know, um, my wife today was like, we've made up for, you know, not doing things in COVID. 
times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All in one month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I'm, I think I told you, I'm, I'm leaving for university of Maryland tonight, um, to go pick up my son. Yep. Um, you know, I just, uh, my wife and daughter just came back from Tampa or my other daughter was yeah. there for three weeks. And that's who I dropped off like four <laughs> weeks ago in Tampa. Um, while I was traveling to London and then, you know, then next week, you know, traveling again, mm -hmm. um, you know, for one of the kids, but I mean, we are getting all of it in You're getting all the travel down. Yeah. But it's not just the travel it's the spending time with the kids is spending, yeah. you know, um, you know, spending, spending time with the humans that I love. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's this part of the responsibility. Like my responsibility is not, to you know the company that i work for my responsibility is to the people that i'm with and yep. and some of those people you know work for the same company mm -hmm. that i work for but it's mainly to you know my family my friends um you know who will be for me or they won't be if i'm not there for them <laughs> that's a good way to look at it <laughs> well this last one um there's only three parts of this but i liked how they broke it down fulfillment the essence in fulfilling who you authentically are is found in creating harmony with the world. Right. That's mm -hmm. where it sounds like where you are. That, um, that's the hope. <laughs> yeah. Harmony does not. This is this quote from Bouvier. Harmony does not mean quietism. It means embracing our freedom, taking responsibility for our lives, pursuing truth, creating genuine connections in the world to the world and others. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Um, yeah. Well, and, and the, the Jean Paul, Sartre, uh, I, Jean Paul Sartre. I've screwed up so many French names in the past two weeks. <laughs> I don't know. I, what's up I apologize to all of the French, um, but uh, we are our choices. Yes, it, it's it's the no shit, but but people don't. I don't feel like people respect that. As they much don't, as they should. and I think one of the biggest things that people don't recognize is that doing nothing and not making a choice is a choice. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. usually has the most impact negative impact yeah. on you yeah. for all the other things mm -hmm. <laughs> that we're just talking about. Yeah. Like just like choosing, I mean, choosing not to take a stand, choosing not to decide X or Y, choosing yeah. not to, you know, take that new opportunity. I mean, just letting it float by, Yeah. you know, and, and that's you, how you that's how you have regret, you know, yeah. 15 years later. Like if you if you look at an opportunity and you're like, no. What cool. I mean, that that's you've made that that's correct right. for you. Right. We just I didn't want to I know you had something to say there, but we just yeah. did this great interview and I'm I'm gonna try to put it in the warrior mindset um thing with uh Bill Wallace. Mm -hmm. And you you probably off the top of your head, if I say Bill Superfoot Wallace, you probably don't know, but you probably do. Um He's a, a a fighter. Dude, I think I saw you post. Yeah, I'm sure you've yeah. seen him before. I mean, he's an older gentleman now, but mm -hmm. one of the one of the in the other podcasts we do for Legends, one of the last questions we always ask is, "Do you have any regrets?" Mm. We always ask them in not in life, yeah, but in like martial arts. Do you have any regret in your career? Mm -hmm. We we interview people that they're legend status. Been yeah. doing it for 50, right. 60 years. Right. So so Mr. Wallace, do you have any regrets? And he said, "No, all the decisions I've made." in my career were the right ones for me at the time. So no, I really don't have any, I mean, he said, you know, personal life. Yeah. A few things I'd rather do differently, but my professional life, no. Yeah. And I think that's the key the key is that 
you make choices. Like mm-hmm. you, you, even if it's no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or if it's yes, whatever, you know, and whatever your your rule set that makes you authentically you for choosing yes or no, whatever that is, just utilize it. Yeah, but don't just sit there and let the universe pass you by. I think that's where the regrets come from. They do. Um, and I, and I was gonna say there is a difference between before you got to it, you know, between saying no and not doing anything. Yeah. Because if that's that what you were going to say, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, no, 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 it, 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 because, because you got to that, but also like, but that difference, there is a huge difference that I think is a difference right there between regret and non-regret. And it's, it's the, if there's an opportunity and you don't do anything about it, and then, you know, and how, how guilty are you as everybody is of like, here's the opportunity and you hum and ha, wait too long, you wait yeah. too long. And guess what? That opportunity's gone. Yeah. And or somebody else took it. Right. <laughs> and there, and, and then there's the regret as opposed to if, if the opportunity came out and you should, you should still say yes or no. You should make the decisions yeah. based on, in, they should be informed decisions. Um, well, hopefully. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> but as well, with as much information as you have at the time, and mm-hmm. I think that's, that's what he was saying, um, yep. that, you know, you still may come to know and you still may come to the exact same. Right. Yep. The conclusion know, might be the same. Right. Um, but... Yeah. It's you that's taking control of that as opposed to the universe taking control of it for you. And I will always take, you know, taking control of something for myself. Yeah. Before letting something just happen. To me. I think it was Cam Haynes, uh, Cameron Haynes in the, he was on a podcast he was on, any, or the book, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, you know, if, if you don't make your life, somebody else eventually will make it for you. Yeah. Yeah. They're making the choices for you. Yeah. But that's that's where I see you, man. I, I, You know, the past couple of months, I see you making these choices. I see you leaning in and I see you deciding to put yourself in the position you're in. Yeah. You could easily, you could have easily just hid. You could have easily just continued to do, you know, the newsletters and yeah. posting things where they need to post and not share that with somebody else. Yeah. Um, out, I, of, out of fear that they might take it from you or whatever. Um, but you didn't, you, you leaned in and, and you've made these choices and now you're sort of propping yourself up. Yeah. Well, and, and I think the secret too is the secret to what happened there was I got so angry. <laughs> I got so angry of where I was that, and, and I, you know, I've said it before too. We, we hired somebody that, um, uh, ooh, yeah, you I, told me that story. I can't call that person what I really want to call yeah, them, but they, um, just, they didn't work out. It did not work out. Um, it worked and, out for them for a short period. I'm sure it did. <laughs> um, but, but like I had already been upset, but I got mm-hmm. so angry by that three month period, right? That, and and the, you know, and we've talked before about the you know running on gas, you know, and, and that high octane mm-hmm. energy fuel, but you can't do it forever. Like I got so angry to where I was like, "Fuck it, I'll do it." Yeah, and I got. And and it was just more of a, it, I almost think that it may have been initially more of spite than anything else. <laughs> but yes, I can't, you know, I, 
I'm serious about the not being able to run on anger all the time because because if I continued to do that, then then that anger could have blinded me to the decisions that I've had to make over the past you know six seven months in order to make not only what I'm doing and what my team is doing you know in the smaller team and the larger team a better product and a better service um but but also like it makes me a better person in general and um you know i still get angry sure (laughs) and i still can you know like get pissed off about things but but um uh i I feel like i'm i'm not even quicker to anger anymore which is good Mm. i'm slower to anger and but quicker to releasing and that has been a conscious decision too in order to like okay that's really fucking stupid (laughs) however how do we spin that the way that we need to in order to do the things that we need to do because we still need to do those things right and um anyway but yeah no i I appreciate it um there's a lot of love here i appreciate that (laughs) but i gotta get to the episode man i got (laughs) no I appreciate that. Um, it's all good. Um, but no, it, it's uh, uh, yeah. Now, now, I just need to maintain that and and continue to make it better off of that maintaining because yeah. because I, I finally I finally do feel like I've I've caught up to the level that I should have been at a long time ago, um, in a many different places, you know, career wise and other, um, and now. You know, and again, you know, after the conference was done, I sat down with my mentor and we, we were having a talk about something else and it turned into, a, you know, we're, we ended up talking. <laughs> I was like, how did we get on the topic of me here? <laughs> and, you know, she said some things that I was like, you know, yeah, I, I you know, I appreciate that, um, yeah. you know, for this particular position, for anything that I may do in the future, you know, she, she really helped kind of, you know, Say, hey, these are the things you need to think of now. Yeah. In order to get to the next step. It's like, huh. That's cool. Yeah. So get yourself a mentor and um uh become, be responsible and fulfill. <laughs> Trying to sum it all up. Yeah, not, I don't think there's steps no. in the process <laughs> like results they, of doing work. No, be authentic. Yeah. Be authentic. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's the underlying yeah. um concept here is is I mean do the work to be you, you know? Yeah. Um, and don't be afraid of it. And yeah, I mean, that's so many people just put on their, their business personality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's gotta be exhausting. It is to be different people around different people. It'd be very tiring. I've done it. I, we've all done it to a certain degree, yeah. but I mean like professionally, yeah. <laughs> it would be painful. I it, also, I will tell you that when I've, also start to embrace um you know being called and telling people my name was grizz as opposed to right aaron within business yeah you know like i it 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 allows me to and and not that i'm different at home but it allows me to be the person that i am at home in business as well yeah and that authenticity i feel is like like that has been another thing that yeah and i think you know i don't want to this is another episode and yeah. I don't want to go too deep in it, but I think, you know, people talk about work-life balance a lot. And when you get past the, 
you know, there, there's a large amount of people that talk about work-life balance, in my opinion, that they just work too much. Sure. Like you're working like 80 hours a week. Right. Like, well, you have no balance. You're always working. Like, you know, <laughs> you should take some downtime. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what you're asking for. But right. you're, you're mixing it up with the, this thing. And, but I think a lot of it can be stemmed in the fact that they're not who they really are. Mm. We're talking about work-life balance because they've got two different realities, almost yeah. two different personalities. It's work and it's life. And they're like, how do I balance the two? It's mm. like, well, you're, you might not be the same person in both. Right. And I think, you, you know, maybe you need to audit that and think about yourself at work mm -hmm. and then at home. And if you're very different, why? And, and what are those differences? Um, that'd be a place to start. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've never had that problem because I'm too dumb to worry about being professional. And I, and I think, you know, I joke a lot that, you know, I work for myself for over 20 years now and that, that I, there's no way I could go work for someone else. Yeah. Um, and that's a joke, but I think that's really the crux of it is that like, it's more than I'm afraid that like, I am who I am I'll now, me. regardless. Yeah. And yeah. Does that work? And, and I've tried it and it just didn't work. Like yeah. I did not fit in with that, with the culture. And um, that's, I think that's where it stems from. Well, but you know, it doesn't mean that you're a fit for every job on the planet either. No, no. you have to find your place and find your people. Yeah. I, I worked for 12, 13 years for myself. Yeah. And I, I honestly, when we worked together, I kind of, considered it working for myself and mm -hmm. because I was still doing other things as well. Yep. Um, and I didn't think that I could go and work for somebody else again. Yeah. And I think that I was drawn in by the stability, which, which was very helpful. You know, I made that decision in 2019, which yeah. impacted, you know, what happened in 2020. It worked out. Yeah. <laughs> good, good choice. Um, and so, you know, and, and, and then in 2021 was, you know, when I had, like the anger. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I think that there was a certain, like at the very beginning, I was not even docile. I, it was like, I was not in every single meeting that happened. I was yeah. not who I normally right. am. And, and in fact, it, it was kind of a joke. Like, you know, my wife would walk in and she's like, you don't say anything on those calls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't shut the fuck up. At home. You, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah. yeah, where's your opinion, man? Exactly. And so, so again, when I when I finally embraced the I am Grizz, you know, and this is who I am, yeah. um, and you know, and just again, I mean, I guess this is really about being authentic, you know. That was who I am, yeah. and and just enjoyed being that, and and that comes with the anger, that comes with the joy, um, and and you know, so I I don't have work life balance, I have. Right. I have this symbiosis. Personality balance. Well, yeah, I no, but I have this symbiosis between the two. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, there there are definitely times where I work too hard. Sure. Um, but there are definitely times where I play too hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. and and you know, like it's it's eleven o'clock on a Thursday, and we're recording a podcast. Yeah, that has that, nothing to do with your job. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to do with my job. Um, and and it's because we're friends. Yeah. I like you. I hope you like me. Yeah. Let's see fair and you know and you know this is just fun to do um you know unless you're making a million dollars from him told me like i trust me i'm not <laughs> okay good um uh, <laughs> doesn't matter i'm gonna win the billion dollars tomorrow night in the lottery but Let's that's one it. other thing yeah. um but you know like 
this is part of the, it's not work. Again, when people say work-life balance, I think you're right. It is work or life for them. Yeah. And I think what you do, like, you know, your work is your life and your life is your work. Yeah. And not in a bad way. It's just like, you know, your kids and your wife, you know, like all intertwine into that because, yeah. you know, because you guys exercise, you do karate, you know, yeah. like, I mean, do it together. Yep. Right. Exactly. Maybe they're not involved in the, in the web design part as much. Right. Which is good. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no money in that. No, no. Um, but, but it's a symbiosis of those things as opposed to the balance of those things. I don't believe in the balance. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And that's, that's, that's just about being you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Well, awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's all we got for this one. We'll have to do some more. Sounds good.